Hey, this is Sandy. And Randy. And we're here on AT Corner. Being an athletic trainer comes with ups and downs, and we're here to showcase them all. Join us as we share our world in sports medicine. Welcome back to another episode of AT Corner. Happy National Athletic Training Month. Isn't that perfect? This falls on March 1st. It's almost like we planned it, but we didn't. Hmm. Hmm. Before we get into the stories, we actually want to announce that we have a super, super exciting way that we are celebrating National Athletic Training Month on our Instagram stories. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about that at the end of the episode. Yes. So for this episode, we wanted to highlight what started it all. Yeah. We asked on our Instagram stories this week how you guys stumbled upon this amazing profession. Because you know what I was thinking of? It's kind of interesting You kind of grow up knowing what a dentist is, knowing what a firefighter is, knowing what a healthcare worker is. But I feel like athletic training, there's a point in your life that you figure out what this is. Yes, and it's pretty memorable for everyone in the profession. I was actually surprised at how many unique stories we have because, okay, I know you can probably guess what the number one way was how people found out about athletic training. Probably being injured. Yes, being injured or being an athlete. That was our number one answer. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that definitely is one of the more common ones for sure. So Justin P, this is actually one of my favorites, so I put it first. He said that he was an action photographer when a soccer player got injured. Whoa. He said, I helped the player off the field into the AT. And then after that, he did some observation hours and transferred to a program the next year. That's pretty crazy. I wouldn't have thought of that. I know. Like that being, is a, being a way that someone got introduced to athletic training. That's pretty cool. Complete different sides of the spectrum, healthcare worker versus photographer, but both in the same like sport field. I know. That's pretty interesting. I do have to say that so far, I haven't, I haven't seen any of the stories yet. So far, that's the most unique one I've heard. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to make sure we hit that one because, wow, that is just such a unique pathway. And then this one so from David A. He said, at a basketball game, after the game, I spoke to the athletic trainer to find out how I could become one. Nice. And I said, what was it about watching the athletic trainer that made you fall in love with what they were doing and that you could see yourself doing that? I know. we From the outside, it looks like we do some pretty cool <laughs> stuff. So, hey, I agree. He said the ankle taping at the time looked like a cast to me. I was intrigued on how the athlete was able to get a cast on the ankle and still play ball. (laughs) That's cool. Which is really, really cool. You don't really think about how it looks on the outside. Yeah, you really don't. It's, um, you don't really think about that. How do other people perceive what we're doing? Well, how did you find athletic training? Oh, I'm glad you asked. It was a very interesting story. So, Actually, I don't know if I know this story. Do I know this story? Yes, you know the story. So when I was going through college, I originally wanted to coach baseball. Well, a lot of coaches teach at the high school. So I was like, oh, like I'll teach like environmental science or something because at that time I was really interested in it. So I started out as a geology major. I remember that. Yes, isn't I. When I tell people that story, most of them are like, whoa, what? How did you find athletic training? Well, this is how I know Randy was a geology major. I didn't know him when he was a geology major, but whenever we're out hiking or we see rain clouds or anything, he always comes up with these random geology facts. I do. I try. I, I still got I'm stuffed away. I can, <laughs> I can pull out some, some good stuff every now and then. But as I was going through 
classes, I was like, eh, this, this isn't really for me. I'm not really interested in it, but I still wanted to do something in athletics. And I've always been fascinated with how the human body works and how, you know, when injuries happen, like, you know, what does that look like? How does that process go? And literally I was looking at, you know, because I, I went to Cal State Fullerton. I went, I was looking at their website of what programs they offered at the school. And I stumbled, I found athletic training. I read about it and I said, well, this is pretty neat. I should look into this. I started my volunteer hours to get hours into the athletic training program. And once I started volunteering, I fell in love with it. I remember my first task when I started volunteering, like my first day, I made healing lace pads. <laughs> and I, even that moment, I was, I had a blast. I I just loved the job and everything that we did. And the more I volunteered, the more I loved it to the point where I didn't want to leave the athletic training room. Isn't that true? That's what I heard. (laughs) That is what everyone said. I had to be kicked out of the athletic training room to actually go home. It's just really funny how we stumble upon these. You know, uh, we got another submission from Mark M. He said he found out about athletic training. It was literally random luck by entering a kinesiology department office. Isn't that funny how that works? He said, I was there to try out for the basketball team, though I didn't want to. The coach wasn't there, but Patty, the athletic trainer, was there. We talked and I told her I was interested in sports medicine. She told me that she was actually looking for students in the clinic. And on the spot, I accepted. (laughs) Nice. Not knowing what I would get myself into. But I loved every moment in the clinic. To be honest, if Patty wasn't there at the exact same time and day I was... I probably never would have thought about athletic training. That, again, it's just so weird how that stuff like that happens. Like you just walk into an office and someone was there at the right time or you're just scrolling through the internet or your school's website and you find what you want to do. It's crazy. I kind of feel like mine was a little bit of an accident. Yes, I think we need to hear about yours now. So I actually went to school. I was going to be a dance major. And I remember that My first job, I kind of got them at the same time. I started teaching dance at the same time that I got a work-study job on campus right before I started college. So this was like, I think, July before I started my freshman year. And so I was looking at the work-study website, and there there wasn't too much on the work-study website, but something that there was is student athletic assistant. So I was like, oh, I'm an active person. I think this sounds really cool. And so I applied. I got a call the next day from our football coach and he said, hey, we looked over your resume. Why don't you come in and we'll see if you're a good fit. And so I went into the office the next day. It was hardly an interview. I think he just asked (laughs) me why I wanted the job. (laughs) You know what? That sounds like athletics just in general. Honestly, I really didn't know what I was getting into. And then suddenly I was I, I landed the job and it was actually my boss was our head athletic trainer. And I remember at the time I was a dancer and I had, I had lots of injuries that had just never gone because you really don't have access to sports medicine or any sort of the thing in a traditional studio setting. So I remember that the first day of football camp, one of the guys had this huge turf burn and actually one of the, the, the guy who it was, is one of my really good friends now. And he, I think he actually listens to this. So shout out Noah. He, and the reason why I know this is because my favorite number is two and that's what number he had. So I remember he had this big turf burn and the athletic trainers just came over and 
taped them up and I was like, wow, that is really cool that they are getting this like first aid treatment. And I had never experienced this as a dancer. And I was going to say, see, athletes don't realize how spoiled they really are. I was so jealous. (laughs) And so at that moment, I was like, "Okay, what is this? How do I become this? Because that's not the reason why I got why I got the job. I literally found out about athletic training on the job. <laughs> That's so funny. So then I was like, I'm going to bring this to, I'm going to, I didn't know about dance medicine at the time. And I had this grand idea that I was going to be the first person to do dance medicine. Obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> I'm in dance medicine now, but man, what a whirlwind. Yes. It, it's again, it's crazy how unique each story is. It's just so funny. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know. Because I had never heard of an athletic trainer, like we didn't have one at our high school, I think that I met the person before I heard the term. And so it wasn't like a, oh, is that a personal trainer kind of thing? Yeah. So Edwin has a pretty good one here, especially talking about like what it looks like, like how we're perceived on the outside. Uh, He grew up watching the Lakers and watching our boy, Gary Vitti, every time someone went down. Edwin says he grew up in Los Angeles and went to a small high school that didn't have an athletic trainer. Through my mom's personal injuries growing up, I had an interest in healthcare. And then through my own basketball injury, I pretty much knew I wanted to pursue a career in sports medicine, but didn't really know what that meant as a middle schooler and high schooler. Watching Gary Vitti all those years on the sidelines of the Lakers was all I really knew about sports medicine, which I think that's a that's a good starting spot. I would, I do have to say. Yeah, he is a great role model. I have always looked up to him from a distance and dreamt of getting a chance to work from him or learn from him. My ultimate goal is to work basketball at the highest level possible. You know, I think this is really funny because I originally wanted to go into dance medicine. And now, I mean, I'm in dance medicine and I love it, but full, football is really my absolute favorite. And I kind of feel like it goes back to, well, Where did I hear about athletic training? My first athletic trainer was a football athletic trainer. So I feel like that's kind of the same thing. You kind of have a tie to where you found out about this profession. Yeah, that's true. I remember when I, so once I finally figured out like, oh, I want to do athletic training. I was like, oh, I want to be the athletic trainer for the angels one day. And like every time I'd watch the games, I'd, you know, I'd see them run out and be like, oh, that's going to be me one day. And it's funny how your interests and as you start doing your rotations, how things change and evolve. I mean, just like you find out the profession of athletic training, maybe that's just how you find your setting. That's how you find. Yeah, exactly. You just jump in and then you're like, well, this is pretty cool. So this one, this next one's actually really interesting. So Terry said that she found out about athletic training from a movie called Just Right. Oh my goodness. It keeps getting more unique. This is so cool. Have you heard of this movie? I have not. I had not either. I mean, that's not surprising because I am not a movie person, but now I want to watch this. No, you fall asleep. (laughs) You fall asleep with movies. So I asked her, well, what is this movie about? Because if it's about athletic training, I want to watch it. And she said, well, it's not really about athletic training. It's actually about this girl who can never find the one. She's actually a physical therapist in the movie, and she just so happens to get a chance to work one-on-one with an athlete, and she did such a great job, the sports team decided to hire her on, and the term they used was athletic trainer. I'd never heard of it, but I knew I wanted to do something like she was doing on screen, which I think is really interesting that they actually changed the term 
Yeah, that's that's very interesting. And they did use the correct term. I mean, she didn't have the credentials to be. No, no. But at least they said athletic trainer. Yeah, that is nice. So I did a quick Google search and learned what I needed to learn and knew it was for me. I looked into programs and found out that my undergrad offered a student athletic training program. However, it was too late to apply. I was graduating soon, and plus they needed a two-year commitment. Ah, timing sometimes. Yep. I emailed everybody I could think of and finally got a chance to meet with the sports medicine director, and she pointed me in the direction of the soccer athletic trainer who allowed me to do my observation hours with him. Shortly after, I completed my application on ATCAS and applied to graduate school to get my master's. Nice. That's awesome. That's really cool that it was in a movie. I know. You know what I thought was really interesting, actually? Because in my head, I always assume, I mean, this is probably really pessimistic, but I assume that people don't know what athletic training is. So then, I mean, on the optimistic side, then I have a chance to educate, right? Yes. So it was surprising to me. Actually, a few people reached out and said that they had heard about athletic training from taking a career test. Oh, that's interesting. And I was like, wow, I'm actually really surprised that that's on there. Yeah, I wouldn't think like they would put that as an option for something like that. Which, I mean, I don't know who compiles those things, but thank you. Yeah, hey, good on them. (laughs) And this next one, actually, Tara said that she found out about athletic training through her advisor, which I was also thinking that that was pretty good on her academic advisor to know what that was. Hey, staying up to date on some... Uh, you know, different professions. I like it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, is kind of their job. That's true. <laughs> that That is true. But, you know, some of them may not be as good as others. Yeah. And also, like, it's hard because if they're not... I mean, someone could explain what we do from the outside, but if you're not in it, you, you don't really know the ins and outs of everything that we do. So it's kind of hard to... Even, I think even some of the coaches that we work with, I don't know if they fully understand... Oh, guarantee you some of them don't fully understand what our job entails. And also you got to think too, depending on like if, like if you're at a four year and you're already within a department, you know, the advisors that you have are more geared towards that department. So they may not have as much flexibility of knowing what else is around, what might be good for that person too. So, I mean, that's another kind of benefit of like community college kind of style is they're there to help you kind of get more broad answers than a four years really trying to prepare you for like whatever you're trying to choose to do. Yeah, actually it, it, I feel like it's, a t- it's always a timing thing and it's also a location thing because technically if I would have gone to a college that didn't have athletic training, just like I went to a high school that didn't have athletic training, like how would that have path my crossed my path? Yeah. Like it, it's interesting how that would have changed. So anyway, Tara was saying, My advisor suggested to me when I was switching majors. I had actually never heard of it. I was in my third, maybe fourth semester majoring in general business. My GPA dropped from a 3.8 to a 2.19. I told my advisor that I was looking for a change, but didn't know where to go or what to look into. I had also finished a four-year vet science academy in high school, which I enjoyed and excelled at. But I couldn't watch sick animals be euthanized. Oh, yeah. I bet that's really hard. Yeah, I know. And that's a thing that I think about all the time about vets is you, you got to think they're the biggest animal lovers. Oh, definitely. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully at least. <laughs> yeah. 
So Tara said, I was not interested in anything that was routine or boring. Well, that is definitely not athletic training. (laughs) I work at a fitness center on the Navy base and I love the environment and being on my feet, helping people, always interested in how the different parts of the body interact with each other in different situations. And she said, what about athletic training? That's really good. I mean, I feel like all of her interests are literally just in it, it's, point, it's pointing towards <laughs> athletic training. I love it. So I said I I never heard of it, but I decided it was worth a shot after she explained it, which now looking back was nowhere near our profession's true definition. <laughs> <laughs> but I took three semesters of six classes, including two summers of five classes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. To, to catch up with my school's last bachelor's grad class. That is... Man, that is a lot. That's dedication. Just the summer. I'm just thinking of the summer (laughs) classes. Oh, boy. She says, I love athletic training, and I can see myself doing it for always. I got my GPA back up to a 3.2. Nice. Congrats. That's awesome. not perfect, but we're getting there. The Vet Academy definitely helped me identify my interest in medicine, but AT solidified it. And funny enough, the terminology we use is very similar to what I learned in the Vet Academy, Especially GI tract and pathologies. Some variations, obviously, because cows have four stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> but from esophagus to rectum, it's basically the same concept. Um, I feel like I actually have a buddy who was, when they were first going through school, was thinking being a vet. And then that's how they got their interest into athletic training. So I feel like that's, that's you know, that I don't want to say fairly common, but I feel like that's a good pathway. You know what? I We actually got two of these vet messages, and I totally did not even realize that they were not the same person (laughs) (laughs) so it's kind of funny and then she also went on to write one of my coworkers, active duty coast guard heard i changed to athletic training and got super excited because he had had an injury that could have caused him to be discharged from the military that's usually how it happens when you tell people that you're an athletic trainer or tell your friends the next thing they tell you is hey this has been bothering me (laughs) When they sent him to a facility in Texas, he had a whole team of people, nutritionist, AT, PT, doc, etc., that worked with him. And when he came back, he was no longer at risk for discharge, and he was so happy. Nice. That's awesome. That smile on his face made me realize how important this profession could be in people's lives. I was filled with joy just by that, so I started working harder to ensure that one day I'd be one of the people that could put a smile on another's face by helping them achieve their goals. Oh, absolutely. That is definitely what I tell people. Like when, you know, athletes always ask, you know, like what, you know, what's a great thank you or like something. And honestly, I tell them the only thing, like the best thank you to me is that they're back out there doing what they love and seeing, seeing that moment when they're like, oh my goodness, that moving like this hurt. It doesn't hurt anymore. It's like, (laughs) I know it's pretty cool, huh? So this next one's by Allison R. I walked through the hallways of my university and saw an athletic training office. This is another perfect example of that timing. Right place, right 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 time. time. (laughs) It was the AT clinical coordinator's office, but it just said athletic training with a room number. Luckily, the clinical coordinator was sitting in her office and I popped my head in to ask her about the profession. So some background to the story. I ended up getting kicked out of my university for violating my academic probation. Couldn't keep up with the GPA. I partied too much. LOL. That's easy to do in college. But I went to a junior college and got readmitted back to the university. That was a whole process. So as a freshman, I started off as a broadcast journalism major. Wanted to be a sports anchor. 
then got kicked out of school and thought I should just be a speech pathologist since becoming a sports anchor would bring on too much anxiety. Then I got a job at a school for children with autism and was exposed to occupational therapy. I thought that was way more my type of profession, so my major was exercise science when I got readmitted. But I kept on searching and wondering if I was on the right path, and when I saw the AT sign, it was literally the day that changed my life. That kind of gave me goosebumps. I know, that's awesome. <laughs> it's it's interesting to hear different people's journeys, because everyone definitely has struggles along this journey. It's, you know, it's definitely not unique to, to just one person. It's funny because I didn't want to be a sports anchor because of anxiety and competition to become one. But now in AT, the spotlight is pretty much on you during events and clinic life, like when you do an evaluation on the field or if you're taping an ankle in front of your students, or if you're in the clinic teaching rehab. People are always watching, so ultimately, I always got what I wanted, just in a different way. I love that because that is very true. The eyes are always on us, even when we don't think they are. Yeah. I know, I feel like a lot of times we feel like we're behind the scenes, but I think we get a little bit of both worlds. Oh, yes, absolutely. And then like she said, when you find the job, the right job, it doesn't feel like you're working. I would say I totally agree with that. I I pretty much play all day. I get to <laughs> I get to go to work. I work with some some fun fun athletes, you know, we get our rehab done, get our treatments, but it definitely it feels like we're more playing around most of the time. You know, I want to point out that in both these stories, they were talking about their GPAs, and it's just really funny to me how when you find athletic training and you actually find the right path and what works for you, you don't have to worry about that as much because it just clicks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll say it. I was definitely in that same boat as far as um, my athletic training classes, whereas I loved athletic training and that's what I spent my time doing. So I'd study really hard for those. I spent all day in the clinic and my general education courses just didn't interest me. So it was really hard to get done what I should have in those GE classes. And I struggled and um, it took me to do some soul searching and um, realize that the even though they're not athletic training classes, they're still important towards my athletic training <laughs> education. So, you know, I re-motivated myself, I reevaluated how I work on these GE classes, and I got those grades up, and it reflected better in my athletic training grades. So another benefit of being an athletic trainer in the traditional setting is that we get paid to watch sports. That's very true. With the best seats in the house, With by the way. With the best seats in the house. So Brianna M. actually got into athletic training because it was a chance to put physical medicine... I love rehab, but didn't want to be in a clinic all day like traditional PT with sport coverage. And she said that she gets paid to watch sports. Yes, that's yeah, that's the best part. You know, actually, we got a lot of people who said, I like sports and I like medicine. So I put them together. And this is it. This is the job that does that. It's kind of funny because Brianna also found out about athletic training when in college and switching majors. So I asked her, well, what was your major before? And she said it was pre-med, but I decided I wanted a social life. And I just really wanted to highlight this because I feel like a lot of times we as athletic trainers say that we do not have a social life. It's definitely a different social life. (laughs) So she was saying it gave her a social life in more ways than she imagined. She said, I get to socialize all day at work and then with colleagues after work or games, but it also gave me the chance to still have uh, my own time on the weekends and in early summer because I'm in the high school setting. 
I'm still an athletic trainer because it fits my lifestyle currently. I am not a morning person. I can agree with that. So working afternoons and evenings is best. I still have time to train in the morning, which I power lift or cycle or watch TV or spend time with my dogs and do daily life necessities. I still enjoy my students and my work. Yeah, I I agree with the socializing thing because that's that's one of the reasons why I really enjoy you know, the university setting, the collegiate setting is I really like learning from the student athletes, like, you know, what they want to do in life, what they're passionate about, what interests them, why did they choose the major that they did? You know, how, how did they get there? You know, how did they fall in love with the sport that they're playing? I really like learning from them and like learning their passions and also helping them through their lives. Like, that's the thing that athletic trainers we're starting to learn more about is we're not just there for those physical injuries. We're there for mental health and we're there to treat our athletes as people. So it's fun to be a sounding board for them. And like we went to college, you know, we, we know the struggles of college life. We even have some empathy towards what the student athletes go through because a lot of us as athletic training students, we were basically student athletes. We had the same schedule. You know, we had the same demands as they do. So we do understand to a degree the stressors that they have. Obviously not the, I'm a competing athlete and I have to play well to keep my spot or my scholarship. <laughs> Obviously we don't have that and we don't know that stress, but we do have similarities in stress that we can relate to these athletes about. I think if you are not a per- people person, you really cannot be an athletic trainer. It, it makes a job really hard. <laughs> So, you know how I said earlier that you you don't really wake up and just know what an athletic trainer is? You yes. kind of stumble upon it? Well, I feel like for Matt A, it's a little bit different because actually his dad and cousins are also both athletic trainers. Nice. Our kids get to grow up saying that. <laughs> yep, my mom and dad are ATs. So I asked if they all work in the same setting, and he said, nope, they're all over the map. I work in industrial with a background in fire, which is really cool. My dad is an athletic trainer and professor in Southern California, and my cousin is in the high school setting. She was actually my athletic trainer when I was in high school. Oh, that's cool. Small world. My dad was the first. He first found out about athletic training when he got injured in high school during track, and that's how he got interested in it. Nice. Which seems to be the very common, common story. So I actually put this on our Instagram story as well, and I asked, because I mean, I didn't have a high school athletic trainer, did you? We did, but I wasn't a part of high school athletics, so I never, like, I never really knew about that. Just looking back now, we did have one at that time. So I put on our Instagram story a just a poll, yes or no, if you had an athletic trainer in high school, and actually sixty percent of our survey said yes, they did have an athletic trainer in high school. At least it's the majority. I do have to say. Yeah, you know what I think. I'm going to be biased either way. If I if I had an athletic trainer in high school, I would have been like, wow, you guys didn't have an athletic trainer? That's weird. But since I don't, I didn't have an athletic trainer in high school, I'm like, wow, you had one? That's weird. Hopefully one day in the future when we do this survey, hopefully it'll be close to 100%. Yeah. That would be nice. Haley actually said, having AT interns at the high school level lets me mentor young students to help others. Even if they choose a different path, they can always use these skills. And also, they know what athletic training is and- you know, whatever, like if they do go into other healthcare professions, you know, that's more advocates in different professions for us. Yeah, really. That's a really good way to strengthen the healthcare team. If other people know what we do and we don't have to explain the nuances of what we do, 
then it's going to be a better transition of care as we move from healthcare professional to healthcare professional. Absolutely. So this is our last story today. So Audrey said that she actually found out about athletic training through a friend's girlfriend who is an athletic trainer, and he suggested I talk to her. Okay, nice. I think it started off with an introduction that had nothing to do with me being interested. It was more of me going, man, I'm out of shape. And he's like, no, you're not. You look like the athletes my girlfriend works with. And I was like, well, what does she do? And then he explained it to me, and I had the classic reaction. Is it like personal training? <laughs> yeah, that's that's usually the first initial impression. And he was like, no, it's more medical. <laughs> well, that's true. That is true. It was probably about... 2015 when I met the athletic trainer I had been working in tech as a recruiter and a technical writer I kind of already had an inkling of not wanting to be at my tech job forever it seemed unfulfilling to me I didn't even go to school for anything related to those industries wow I was dancing a lot at the time too I lived in the bay area and was commuting to Sacramento for dance practice two to three times a week sometimes more in hindsight that was so dumb but I had strong ties with my dance crew I remember attempting to help coordinate health and fitness for my crew. Of course, I had no idea what I was doing, but I still tried to lead warm-ups and workouts for them. So again, when I learned that this athletic trainer I had met had a side gig as an AT for dancers, I was like, what is this and how do I get there too? (laughs) We emailed on and off for a while. She recommended that I looked into some of the online courses and grad program prereqs to get an idea of what it would be like. I started taking an intro to kinesiology class online while working at the tech company. Just after a few months of chatting with her and learning more about this field, I decided, yes, I'm going to quit my job and start doing my prereqs for grad school. I quit my job without telling my parents, but I had it planned. So that's okay. That's all right. I was taking prereq classes from four different schools over the course of 2016, but I got them done. I knew I didn't want to waste too much time before between grad program application cycles. That's smart. Yeah, seriously, man, that is that is dedication. Luckily, my AT friend recommended me to meet Jeff Roberts, who is a rock star. He is also her previous professor at the college and for prereqs and observation hours. So I had him as my foundation moving forward, and I couldn't have asked for a better guide through those initial stages. I went back to work at a tech company to save money, and after I finished the prereqs towards the end of 2017, just in time to apply for grad school for 2018. And yeah, the rest is history. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, now she's making a great dance medicine AT. You know, I really appreciate all these stories because, like you said, it gives you goosebumps because it just makes you think about how you found athletic training, what made you fall in love with it, and then you think about how every person's individual road, oh, it's... These have been pretty awesome stories. These are really cool. I actually did not really plan this. I I kind of put the story on our Instagram story just thinking that, you know, it'd kind of be cool to see how people stumble. I was thinking they were all going to be the same, but I feel like (laughs) really we had a really diverse group of answers. Yeah, seriously. And again, not to sound corny, but it definitely was like, man, give me the chills. (laughs) So we actually also put on our story, what made you become an athletic trainer? And A lot of these, it's almost like that when you ask your athlete, when did the pain start and (laughs) when was the onset or like, what's the duration of your pain? They're like kind of similar, but they, they're not the same. And so when I asked what made you become an AT, 
Um, like I said before, a lot of people said they wanted to pair sports and medicine, which, wow, you are in the best field. Yep, that you're in it. <laughs> um, a lot of people said they didn't want to work in a cubicle, which is one of my one of my big reasons. Um, also caring about people physically, mentally, and emotionally. Definitely. Which is a big, big toll on yourself, too. Yes. You have to make sure to take care of yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally. Definitely. In order to take care of other people physically, mentally, and emotionally. (laughs) Someone else said they wanted to make an impact like my AT impacted me. Kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that's what is a big motivating factor for a lot of the ATs that pursue high school or want to stay in their high school setting. Like They either want to go back to their alma mater and give back to you know, their students, what was given to them and like vice versa. So it's pretty cool to see the motivations that people have for their setting. It's almost like I hear that a lot with teachers too. Yeah, definitely. You know, going back and wanting to improve in a system that they were in. So they give those same opportunities to uh, student athletes or students that have similar backgrounds as them. And my favorite answer that we got was from Kelsey. She said, I absolutely love the idea of being in the trenches with my patients. Oh, it's so fun. Which is such, uh, like we say this all the time, athletic training is so unique in the fact that we are with our patients all the time and we're not just seeing them once a week, twice a week, like the stereotypical other healthcare professionals may be. Yes, definitely. And again, that can sometimes be bad and good all at the same time. It (laughs) depends. Now, if you're at the university and you got your kids for four years, maybe five years, sometimes there's those kids that you're just like, are you graduating yet? (laughs) And then there's some that you're very sad, like, no, come back. So now for our exciting, exciting announcement of how we are celebrating National Athletic Training. Not only is this an exciting uh, announcement, she was pumped. When she put this together. I think I put this together like a month ago. I've been waiting like a month. And she was sitting there on her phone giggling the whole time. We created an athletic training Mad Libs for you guys to fill out on your Instagram story and share with all your friends. So what we're going to do is we're going to post it on our Instagram story. And then if you guys are not listening to this on the first day, which is really common, then it's actually going to be in our Instagram highlights on our Instagram page. If you don't follow us, we're just... AT Corner Podcast. So make sure you go check out the highlights. Just screenshot it. Fill in your responses. Um, There's actually going to be two slides because one of them is going to tell you what you need, like the verbs, the nouns, the amount of time, all that stuff. And then the second one is actually going to be the story that you fill in. So really, I mean, you could just do the story one if you wanted to, or if you didn't want to spoil it, you um, you could do both. But I'll let you guys check that out. Um, I think that it's really fun. We kind of tailored it to, it explains what athletic trainers do, but it's also like really fun and engaging. So I think that it will be a big hit. I agree. I I had fun with it. I enjoyed putting it, you know, answering the question. So yeah, we, I I was the test dummy. We'll, uh, we'll post the one Randy did because I, I maybe just because I made it, but I thought it was really funny. I'm glad you, I'm, (laughs) I'm glad I can keep you laughing, babe. Yeah, so we're having a lot of fun with that. And you guys, just with like any other story episode, if this made you think of a story about how you got into athletic training or maybe another different story, tell us in our Facebook group. We want to hear it. We want you to share your story. And we also post in our Facebook group 
a question of the week every week. And this week, it's going to be, how do you educate others about the profession of athletic training? So if you're not... That's a good question. I like that. If you're not part of our Facebook group, go ahead and head over to facebook.com slash group slash AT Corner Podcast, or you can search in the search bar AT Corner Community. And there's only one question to get in. It's how did you hear about our podcast? And then you'll automatically be approved and you can start posting as much as you want. Um, And then every other episode, if you guys are new, we do education or stories. This month is National Athletic Training Month. So our education this this month is going to be a couple of Hall of Famers. And then we also have a special interview on what's going on with California athletic trainers. That is a big question. What's going on in California? (laughs) Yes, we live it every day. So we're really excited about that. And I don't, do you have any more announcements? Nope, that was perfect. Okay, Randy, you want to wrap it up? Thank you for helping us showcase athletic training behind the tape. Bye.